six yards. It bounces off the crossbar, and it's good! Oh my, oh my goodness! Welcome to Hensley's Hangout with Kyle and Pat. What's up, folks? It's Kyle here, uh, your host Kyle here at Hensley's Hangout Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Pat. What's going on, Kyle? Playoff time. And for a special episode today, we're joined live by Tyler Ward of Dan Erdman's Cellmate. Welcome in, Tyler. You know who it is. So just as always, Hensley's Hangout, we're breaking down what's going on in our 10-person fantasy football league. We were just actually looking at the numbers. Looks like we have about a 90% conversion rate among our audience of... Uh, target audience of nine people. Yeah, so that means nine out of ten. No offense, Josh. Not listening all the time, but we'll get them on eventually. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> so, uh, Tyler, thank you for being here. Hey, I appreciate the invite from both of you. I'm excited to chop it up with you boys. Have a couple of drinks, you know. It's going to be a fun one. So you were just down in uh, Miami. I was. What's the? Give us a summary. <sighs> Miami's, uh, I was talking to Pat about this earlier, Miami's incredible. Don't know if I'd go back again. If I do, it'd be like a quick little stint for work. But other than that... Easy way to sum it up, in my opinion, it's like a, its own little universe that runs on credit. Oh, yeah. And it's just crazy. There's people faking it until they make it down yeah. there. I, I mean, I, when I went down there for the Ravens game, literally saw more Lamborghinis than I saw Chevys or, or Kias. It was just insane. Agreed. Sounds uh, sustainable. Yeah. It's not. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, I was telling Pat, I mean, the two major uh, organizations that you know employ people down there are Bacardi and... Royal Caribbean cruises, and I don't think they're just pumping out millionaires. Like no, sir. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those commercials are trying to get all the childless millennials to go on cruises. Looks pretty grim. <laughs> no, uh, well, Carnival cruises and all that shit was like one of the big COVID people too. So it's hard to bounce back after that. Well, I guess getting into our bread and butter here on Hensley's Hangout. Ravens beat the Steelers. Fuck the Steelers. Yeah, fuck them. Sorry, fuck them. <laughs> took, uh, we haven't beaten them in a couple years. That that's crazy. I kind of forgot. Yeah, because it's the it's the sense of the rivalry now. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like the same passion. I mean, amongst our friend groups, like I can tell you, the rivalry is very alive. But mm-hmm. amongst the whole, like they don't talk about it because of the lack of personalities as there was back in like the two thousands. Right. Yeah. I mean, good good win. What did we win by two or something? Yeah, like we that? did it with, uh, with basically with culture. We did it with running the football. Mm-hmm. I mean, good defense. That was like you know, Ravens defense back in the two thousands and uh, Wells McGahee, Jamal Lewis running the ball. Yep. It was fun, though. Classic slappy-in-the-face football, push around the field. Um, the Steelers need quarter off Stewart back. I mean, plain and simple. <laughs> One-time Raven, too. Yeah, love him. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we're on our third-string quarterback now. Who knows? If Huntley, any, Huntley practiced today. Got to love that. Mm-hmm. But um, still, I, I mean, questionable for the rest of the year. It's like it's flashes of what happened at the end of last year. Yeah, we just, uh, we're just treading water until Lamar gets back. I mean, it's not like the offensive uh, weapons are getting any better. So it just we just need to improve at quarterback, keep the offensive line healthy. You know, this is the first time we had both Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins playing. And you see what happens when they both are on the field. This was – what the Ravens envision their offense about. Obviously, they would like Bateman a little bit more firepower on the outside and get Andrews and the tight ends more involved. But, I mean, when the run game is working that well, you can kind of hide those quarterbacks. And the Steelers' defense isn't what it used to be. I mean, yeah. uh, T.J. Watt didn't make as much of an appearance as he usually does. Are they but, still pretty injured? Yeah. I mean, they uh, they just don't have that good of a team this year. It just looks like shit, to be honest. Yeah, Alonzo Highsmith or, and uh, T.J. Watt and Fitzpatrick are the only bright spots, but – I mean, the fact that the Ravens were able to win that game was 
kind of an embarrassing loss for a team that was, you know, three and one in the last couple of games. So I guess before we get too much farther, just a quick housekeeping note. Uh, me and Tyler are sharing a microphone over here, so sorry if uh, the audio is a little jacked up. And the other thing is, we're all double cupping lemonade in Bombay right now. So Bombay sipping. That's we're right, having, baby. We're coming out with a new Wiz Khalifa uh, <laughs> mixtape soon. That's right, baby. It's going to be the drink of the 2024 20, summer, so you know, book your tickets now. Uh, well, we might need a, a, a quick uh, pit stop in the middle of the episode to refill. We'll Love see how that. we'll see how it goes. I know I'm uh, starting to get a little low over here. Yeah. Oh, quick yeah, question a... for you before we do move forward, and we might not know the answer or not. If the Ravens and all the teams currently in the playoff, if things just run the course, they get their wins. Who do the Ravens face in Week One? I saw Dolphins. Yes, you saw Dolphins. We, okay. Because so with the new playoff rules, only one team gets a bye, which right now would be the Bills. Right now, but I mean, yes, that's very much. Yeah, because there. the Chiefs, yeah. um, I they have to play some division opponents. The Bills have to play the Bengals once, but uh, right now it would be the Chiefs are playing the Chargers. Okay, and then we would play the Dolphins, and the Bengals would play the Titans. So I like the odds with the Dolphins. I mean, I think you play them twice. I mean, you know I mean, you don't get and and, and we're and we'd be at home. And Tua Tua in January is a little bit than Tua in September, as we are seeing. I mean, it would be a huge kind of like revenge game for us that loss was the only team i do not want to play yeah. is um probably the Bengals. the Bengals, you really even think, we wouldn't give a fight well i mean so we haven't locked up the division and the Bengals hold the same record as us so we hold the tiebreaker right now but we have to play the Bengals uh last okay. game of the season which hopefully hopefully that game doesn't mean anything i'm most afraid of the bills i feel like they're off yeah. the offensive Capabilities. It's just like they could blow. They could blow us out. I don't yeah, think it'd be so. A track meet. It's like you can't keep I, up. With the our, de- our defense can't keep up. Like no, the half but they they'd show. be a one dimensional team when they play us because they can't run the ball against us. And it's true. So yeah. I'm not really scared of the Bills, and we cause a lot of turnovers. And Josh Allen, as good of a fantasy quarterback as he is, as a normal quarterback, he turns the ball over a lot. True. So, but we'd be going into Buffalo this time, not in a rainy Baltimore stadium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Yeah, it's unique. I mean, the Ravens, I feel like every year, and I know we've been on this topic for a little bit, so just tell me when we need to move on. But the thing with the Ravens, which is interesting, is they're good every year, but if they're good every year, but the thing that's so interesting about it is like you always feel like, oh, they're just not good enough. They're nine and four, people. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, they're nine and four. We you talked know, we about this high, on the podcast last week yeah. about like everybody's bitching about the Ravens' offense. Like they just played the Denver Broncos, who were like the exact swap of a record. And it's like things could be a lot worse. And yeah. like we're spoiled Ravens fans. We're going to nitpick over shit but I yeah. mean overall we know they're a good run franchise but there's just a lot of frustrating aspects but also it is the NFL I don't care what you say you could be a 1-5 and five team you could be a 10-2 yep, team the NFL dude it's, yep. it's the NFL for a reason right I mean every team in there has the best players across the country the, the world to be honest yep. and you can lose to anybody I mean that just is what it is so uh, next thing, I, I just want to turn over the soapbox to Pat, who I think has really just been <laughs> biding his time. He's been rubbing his, his uh, fists together over there. Oh my uh, God. He wants to step onto the soapbox. I think he has a monologue prepared. So it's not a really a monologue per se. I just wanted to, to rub it in that I did sneak in Mundus's back door again for two straight years. Um, mm. I loved beating him. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's I, I do feel bad for Paul. Like he had to like somebody was tickling his balls a little bit to get into playoffs. He has a pretty solid team. But uh God. I, and I was like I can never show my face around him again for all the shit I talked on him. And uh it was fun. I mean, I saw him this weekend, we were chopping yeah. it up like <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. It was fun. <laughs> I had fun too just sitting there reading. Dude, oh my god. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. And it's funny because like 
when we were having this whole group message conversation today, me and him were having a normal conversation on the side about like fantasy football and like shit over the weekend. It was just funny, like how we just produce content with like the comments and stuff. So first, uh, two things. First of all, thank God that you guys are not really hating each other that much because that shit stresses me out a little bit. And two, the fact that you are fighting him for the sixth seed in the playoffs two years in a row is crazy. Yeah. I mean, last year was a lot closer. That's and, a ride. Um, That's a big oh, time. Yeah. And it's not to that. sound. Oh yeah. And I love it. I, I know. That. I know. And I said oh, like, yeah. he's like, he's my rival and just because of the friendship and stuff. And you know, this year it shouldn't have been that close. And we worked, we'll talk about how much I've been, you know, tying the noose in my house over my team. Yeah. But um, I want to hear, <laughs> but here's the, here's the headline topic of the day. Kyle texts me and Tyler today. And Wait, like, hold on. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> Pause. We need. Let's let's just let's put a pin in the topic with Paul. Yeah. Let's gather our thoughts I need a little bit, Here and then go. we'll get into it. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I had a dream the other night, and it was a little. It was a little bit of a weird dream. It was a dream that was definitely spurred on. Was by, it dry or wet? It was a dry dream. Voice. I had a dry dream the other day, and uh, it was spurred on by something that that Sean uh, put in the chat, and I'll explain. But. Uh, I had a dream, and Eric Ellis was a main <laughs> character in the dream. And I'm gonna let I'm gonna t- explain what happened, and then I'm gonna let Tyler and Pat psychoanalyze it. Decipher, yeah, it. they're gonna break it down my Love dream it. journal. So, okay, <laughs> why was Eric Ellis in my dream? At first, I was thinking that's weird, right? Haven't yeah. haven't haven't really thought about that guy since in, last in a week, long ass time. <laughs> but so Sean, he was talking about uh, J.K. Dobbins, and in his uh, his thing about how his text about how J.K. Dobbins is a mythical character, uh, he he used the word screed, which has a it kind of unlocked a memory in my brain of Eric Ellis using that in a high school classroom. This like this at the time what occurred to me as an obscure word, and I was like, Eric, you just made that up. And I kind of like was like you, you made that word up. That's not a real word. And he like brought up like dictionary.com or some shit and like showed me the definition. And I will never forget. And what's the it definition mean? Of screed. It's a like an angry tirade. <laughs> and shout it, out Eric Ellis. Shout out Eric Ellis. Which he went on a lot of screeds. Shout out Eric Ellis for using the word screed in twelfth yeah. grade, teaching that to me. But anyway, that got me thinking about Eric Ellis. So, okay, my dream the other day. Me and Eric Ellis are kind of like executive real estate like executive real estate agents we're in italy doing some kind of high like very uh like there's a lot of money on the table high leverage real estate deal me and eric ellis and um we're in suits we're in like venice or something like that kind of like cobblestone streets old world vibes yep i'm following um yeah i'm gonna take a drink yeah uh so we're there and i don't really remember the specifics of our conversations but the, the bulk of the dream that I can recall is around me and Eric waiting online for ice cream. <laughs> and we're all, me and Eric are in suits in our, our high-powered business trip, and we're waiting online for ice cream for a long time. It's a really mm-hmm. long line. And we get up to the, to the front, and I mean, my, my, um, my mind is kind of wiped, but I remember getting like a strawberry ice cream okay. or something like that. That's what I ended up getting. You're writing this down, Tyler? Tyler. I am. Important so detail. That's, that's basically all that I can remember. So okay. what, do you, what do you guys think? Well, so, first off, yeah, you what it. was your diet before bed? Like, was there any LSD in your food or beverages? No, no drugs. Okay. See, for me, so, my, so about your LSD comment, if I eat pepperonis, <laughs> I'm having nightmares and I'm having all sorts of dreams. So okay. for anyone out there, <laughs> stay, away from, park skin? <laughs> stay away from the pepperonis. Fair enough. Real question I have for you, right? Do you watch White Lotus? 
No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so that would say maybe this is where you know the, something the we were watching that like it all could inter. Oh, is that is that an, that's an Italy thing? Uh, it, I don't know. I don't think it's in Italy. So the the I first watched one, the first season, not yeah, the second. So season. the second season, it's in a foreign country. I couldn't tell you exactly what that country is. And I keep um, hearing about White Lotus, by the way. But it's, anyways, it's a good show. Yeah, continue, the ladies yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. For real. So, what did, did you wake up like in the middle of the night with cold sweats after you heard like no, this? No, it's more like you know how like, uncomfortable the, the, that you the, had the, it. The, what happens in dreams? It like fades as yeah. soon as you like as soon as you yeah. wake up. Basically. Did Eric L say anything in your dream? De- well, definitely. We were on that line talking, but I don't remember about what. Okay. We were definitely. Getting, Does it make you want to reach out to him and like kind of reconnect? Absolutely not. I, <laughs> I think he would probably plant a bomb in my car. See. It's worth the chance because what I would say is reach out to him and say, did you have the same dream last night? And just leave it yeah. at that. Leave it at that. Whoa. And see if he responds. And he's going to like, he'll he should FaceTime me, he'll just finger point you and be like, strawberry ice cream? Yeah. yeah. Be, like, is this, be like, this is Kyle. Did you have a dream with me last night? Yeah. Wow. I mean, we all have weird dreams here and there, but it, it's always like that obscure person. Like, so shit, I'll, we, have, I'll have one with Justin Singer in it eventually. Oh, wow. I've had, you know, those weird ones. No, so, so no, no thoughts on the the content of the dream. I don't know. Can we I, the, the real stage thing? I'm I'm trying to. I mean, <laughs> the, there's a lot of funny parts to it. One, Eric Ellis. First of all, we'll start with the word screed that he had. That yeah. I, mean, I think Eric Ellis was. Let's just talk about Eric Ellis for a second, right? <laughs> I think he was ahead of his times by by so much when it came to just a person living in Southern York County as yep. a football player. Horrible three point stance, right? <laughs> Couldn't block a pillow, but that's not that's besides the point. I like the guy a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Liked him a lot. He's big. Right? Yeah, he kept his pads low. Kinda, I appreciate that. He was kind of like a, a like weird online forums guy before that was yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. He was like a neck beard. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a neared, really a neared. Yeah, he was a neat. Yeah, yeah he was. Neat. He was. His parents were the same way. I mean, he looked like their child. I mean, it was yeah. identical. Yeah. Funny how that he and, I, he and I were on the O line together. We're, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Did you teach him anything? No, Teach, uh, no, no, no he was like trade. you said, he was terrible yeah. at football. Yeah. It's kind of like Davey. I used to teach Davey, listen, man, if you play center, just chop block people. <laughs> Fuck the penalty. Like, you're so small, just chop block them, right? That's all we got to talk about here when it comes to Davey. Well, interesting dream nonetheless. Yeah, I love that dream. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for uh, the therapy session. And if uh, if anybody else has weird dreams, please call in and we'll oh, be sure yeah. to chop them up. Uh, dream journal uh, kind of like call in yeah. service over Start here. Start pepperonis. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat pepperonis. Last week, today. Well, let's just get into the matchups. Um, so, playoffs are set, and we'll we'll break down the specifics of what's going what's going to happen in the playoffs later. But I mean, suffice it to say, Prudence and uh, the Erdmans, they've got the buys. Uh, me and Donnie, we're going to face off. McCracken and Boakland, they're going to face off. We're going to be in the trenches this week. Yep. So, um, one, so from last year, yeah. only one different playoff team, Prudence and Nate McGrill's birthday. Happy birthday, Nate. Yes. So that, we have five out of the six same playoff teams as last year. How interesting that last that the positions that they swapped, the one seed. Yeah. No, so you actually I looked. So oh, no, Adam was the two. Adam, Adam was, was the, the two. But seriously, though, I saw the same thing. I was like, wow, that had been crazy if it was one in mm-hmm. ten. But – um, yeah, playoffs should be fun. Uh, you and me as co-hosts facing off in the first round, it'll yep. be fun. Uh, the, the what is it? The brothers. Um, oh yeah, brother-in-laws. Brother-in-laws yeah, are facing off. Yep. Um, and we'll 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 break down the matchups later on. But uh, from week 
from week 14, I think you need to take a drink. I went 5-0. and oh, Did I, you I really? Did. Yeah, he so, went 5-0. Oh. While, while Kyle's slugging this, I got a question for you. Do you have an accumulative what the overall record has been for the year? Just as, know, a, as a guest. I was thinking, I was, I was thinking this about This is what the listener that. thinks. Sorry, let me catch <laughs> off, Kyle. As the listener, I'm thinking, I wonder what the overall record is. Well, sometimes. You know? What um, are these guys doing? Where are they sitting? And guess what? I get to see it. I love it. I'm going to put Pat on blast real quick. So we, we're right now sitting here looking at a Google Doc with uh, notes on what we're going to talk about. And um, sometimes when Pat makes the doc, he just copies over last week's, and then last week's notes are gone. Well, I mean, very simple. I mean, Pat is a, you know, habitual. Work, habitual, work smart. Uh, habi- work smart, not hard. Yeah, a habitual lazy person, right? <laughs> Everyone knows it, right? He's a jamoke, right? When I got this document for <laughs> the listeners out there, right, when I saw this thing Kyle sent over, I said, I'm working with A1 talent. <laughs> I knew that right away. I was like, geez, Dude, Louise, I, I got to study. When I, I started the, looking How do you ESPN. think I felt the first week? I wow. saw it. But this is why this podcast is so good, right? And that's why I love no, it. Like, and we're gaining, why I'm saying we. The group is gaining listeners, and I'm putting it on blast right now. When this thing hits the scene, I'm your manager. No one else gets okay. it. When we're talking so, deals, I'm your guy. So right. funny things you mentioned right there. One, um, whoever does the document first usually gets to put their picks in. Mm. And usually we're aligned with our picks, but sometimes we have to choose different ones for disparity and like for the sake of the content. And two, when it comes to this podcast, like 75% of this is Kyle. Like <laughs> he, He's done all of... The, the inner working shit, I'll give him 85, 90%. It's even more like he, the, the outline for this, like the way it auto formats is incredible. I just provide color and content. But Pat, and just like, you're the, you're the talent. Yeah, exactly. we, we, exactly. There's got to be yin and like, yang. You got to be the like guy. He, and I write a lot of the shit. He puffs it up and vice versa. But like, I mean, not Trust to, me, not I to suck be, your dick or anything, well, but yes, I it's a great, and, and I wouldn't be doing this either. That's why Kyle's the man, and that's why you bring the. Flavor, I, I would have been doing. I would have been doing this on a loose leaf paper yeah. and a stencil. Kyle's Kyle's the steak, and you're the sizzle. We get it. <laughs> Every bingo. That's, that's that's a great one. Well, speaking of which, me versus Mundus. I Boom. fucked I fucked him up. This oh, week. thank God. Just beat him around. <laughs> slapped God him, slapped him all over the park. And it, I mean, I know I know it was our marquee matchup. Um, you kind of handled him pretty comfortably, but you know. Good win for you. I mean, that, I mean, yeah. even though he was like the sixty, like he had a really good team that he put out there, and your team showed up for sure. Most of my big dogs showed up. I mean, honestly, it's it's crazy. Like I have two top five quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but the last couple of weeks they have not been. You know, I haven't yeah. gotten great performances out of them. Football. But, um, Tony Pollard, he's locked and loaded. I'm so glad I didn't trade him away. I got a bunch of low ball. He's looking good for him. Yeah, I'm great so, job. So glad I didn't. Yeah, he's uh, he's great legit. <clears throat> but uh, how old is he? What's his age? I'm a big age guy. He's 24. 25. Oh, 25. Love that. Yeah, love that. Um, you got a good three, four years left. So did you watch? Um, did you watch Sunday Night Football with the Dolphins and the Chargers? Uh, did, only a little. Did you see the Tyreek Hill? Yes. Fucking. I'm pretty sure that it looks like the offensive lineman scooped it to him, like yeah, saw him. It looked like it. it so I watched that whole thing and. You know, Tyreek Hill, he's, he's got to be the only. He's insane. Like he's so fucking fast. Also, I just want to. I just want to say, I haven't heard. I've heard of two fumble recovery touchdowns this year. Josh Allen, who you had? Oh, so three: Josh Allen, Traylon Burks, and now Tyreek. And they're all on your three team on my lineup. Wow. If, <laughs> so that's good juju. That's good juju. I like it. So um, we have to. Another thing while we're yes. on the body bag and Paul train. Yes. The David Njoku trade. He was the top start at tight end this week, and you traded for him. Yep, yes, balled out. That was fortunate timing, Paul. Sorry, and thank you. Yeah, and <laughs> yes. Jamal Williams shot the bed for yeah. him. Yes. Now, did. question: Do we have trade talk? I don't believe so. So, with that trade, what are you going to do with the other tight ends? Because now you have you kind yeah, of have a laundry list a, of tight ends. That's so, a really good question. So, just a flip so, so with David Njoku is everything that Kyle wants from Kyle Pitts. So, but so, Kyle also has Austin Hooper. Just, I know the I know the, the rosters people. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, so I, I needed to. Austin Hooper, 
I mean, he had a good week, but he has not been good this year. So I was I was rolling in with Foster Moreau, who's putting up goose eggs week yeah. after week. And, well, and Waller's come back anyways. Yeah. Exactly. So that's an expiring asset. Hayden Hurst is out. Irv Smith is out. And Kyle Pitts are out. It's a total shit show. Okay. And, and next year, like, out of, besides Kyle Pitts and Njoku, like, the other guys are going to be, like, either dropped or not yes. going to be doing So, anything. I mean, really, I was thinking, I need somebody for the playoffs. Smart and, move. like, if Njoku will last me past that, if, like, if, let's say, Desmond Ritter is not the guy in Atlanta and we're stuck with some shit show in Atlanta again, like, you know, I could probably suffer with Pitts on my bench if Njoku yeah. is startable. Like, Hayden Hurst was pretty good for me this he year. He was, yeah. But, uh, like, when Pitts was fucking around. But, um... I think Njoku will be better. Hey, I love it. I put an offer in for Paul for Njoku. We oh, no shit. We went back and forth probably three or four weeks ago. You know, we couldn't get the deal signed, so I support it for sure. Yeah, he's a he's a good – he's always been, like, a good talent because he came out of the U, first-round talent, yeah. but had a little problem with staying healthy, has a little problem with meshing with the 18 quarterbacks they unveiled there. But yeah, right. looks like him and Watson have started off. Absolutely, good, and he's, what, 24, 25 years old? He's, yeah. Like I stated earlier, I'm a big age guy. I love the 25 – Right, that's a sweet spot in the NFL. He's twenty six. That's a great team, yeah. a sweeter spot. That's I mean, 20, for, for tight ends, they they play and he, a little. And he, uh, yeah, it's yep. a sweet spot though. Like if you took a look at people, we might dive into somewhere else. But when you look at, in my opinion, when you look at NFL players, the mm-hmm. sweet spot of age where people are performing at the highest. You look at performance charts, twenty five to twenty eight yep. years old. You have those because when, when they're today, ending their first contract, yep. hitting their second contract, that's where you're getting the most. Scott, like you're getting, it doesn't matter who they are. You are just getting numbies from them because they're trying to prove themselves and they're they're getting big money. So. So for uh, Paul, though, uh, I mean, he definitely wasn't what he was looking for as an output. I mean, he's got good assets on his team. Absolutely. I was talking to him. That's what he's got. We were sidebarring with Paul today, and um, I was just talking about the, the league and his team. And uh, I think the one thing he definitely needs is improvement in the running back room. If he's going to be able to compete. Like, this is his second year. He's missed out on playoffs. I mean, he's had some injuries he's had to overcome, some inconsistent performances just like everybody else. But, you know, he definitely needs to get better in that running back room and younger. I mean, he he has some assets he could trade to, to kind of diversify his assets, but um, you know, George Pickens is a good young asset. Huge, yeah, but um, so fucking good. him having Deshaun Watson and Justin Herbert next year all the time yeah. is going to be a pretty nice two think, quarterback combo. I mean, we we the jury's still out on Watson. Who knows yeah. what that's going to turn out? As, he still uh, had seventeen points in a in a low score. Like he's still going to put like yeah. I mean, we keep talking about like them as like quality quarterbacks, like like Derek Carr. Do we really think he's that good? Eh. But he puts out fantasy output, and that's all that matters. Uh, not lately. He's yeah. had a couple of really I mean, he had a stinker this week. but And we'll get there. Yeah. But the only other thing I want to say on this, Tyler, me sitting Miles Sanders cost me $20 this I week. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I, uh, I was going back and forth about that on Sunday morning. How much would you have beaten Tyler by if you? Uh, not, not much. But you still would have gotten it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saquon, neck injury. God damn, I hope he is okay for the playoffs. But um, Miles Sanders has some really nice matchups coming up, so I think he's going to be locked in. Absolutely. um, I think that's it for this one. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I like Paul's team. I think Paul's got a nice little future ahead of him. Like I say, he's got some (laughs) draft picks coming down the pipeline. He got two fours, you know, one through through three on that side. So, you know, he's going to make some moves. Again, I think overall, I know we've hung on this this matchup specifically long, but I think the whole league, if you look at last year and this year all together – it just from my perspective, it's pretty competitive across the board, right? Yeah. You're gonna have some outliers that win nine games, ten games, but I guarantee next year it's like it's tough. There's so much trading going on. There's so much. Yeah, back and forth. we'll sure. The team is very, it's competitive for a ten person. We'll chop it up in the off season yeah. about that because like I was looking at the same with like you know Prudence being uh, ten and three or uh, eleven and three or whatever he is, and um, you know 
he doesn't have the most points scored. So it's like he was catching some good or and Adam, even though he didn't score too many points, Adam was getting absolutely body bagged by everybody. So, and I think Adam had some really bad luck, had a Super Bowl hanging over. So it's yeah. like there's not all these games are pretty much competitive yeah. for the most part. Yep. Um, okay, let's get into your matchup, Erdman's versus Nate McGreal. First of all, before we get into it, I just want to say prayers up for Nate McGreal. Uh, and for the whole McGreal family, we're so sorry about what happened to Kyler last night. Mm. I don't think Adam was too sorry. <laughs> Adam was crushing to the heavens. He, I love how he's like, I hate Kyler Murray. And like when I saw that, I was like, I'm going to reach out to him for a trade. And Tyler beat me to the punch on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, his birthday party, that was canceled. I, I kind of, I, obviously, I was looking for the bye week. So I was, I was thinking high hopes for uh, some people like Dak Prescott, uh, Gabe Davis, and Latavius Murray. Um, dude, Jalen is a cheat code. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I do appreciate him on my team. I like him a ton. It was one of those picks, like I said, when we did the initial draft. Yeah, I got him later, and yeah. just the fact, you know, that's it's we talk about it all the right. time. It, but it's you know, it's a lottery. He, I when I look at my team and I look at when I make my decisions, we'll go into it later. But it's like you know, where they're in their contracts, how old are they? This year for Jalen Hurts was a big year. If he doesn't do well. He's not going to be a starter in the NFL. He's on his last year of his contract. He's about to sign a big deal. So this was huge. This is a make or break thing for him. So yes, it's panned out for me, but it could have been the total opposite. Been and you got to be that. and you got to be happy that like you know when you draft a guy, a young quarterback like that, that the team because we don't have control over the real teams with where they end up or how much they play. You know, of course. but uh, the fact that they invested in like putting an AJ Brown around him, have a solid running game, it just makes exactly. him so much better. Total crapshoot. Got lucky. So I have a note in here about your unbelievably elite running back room, which is still true. But how are you feeling after last night, Ramondre going down? What's, yeah. what's the latest on that? Yeah, it's we, an ankle injury. I mean, I have a bye, so I'm hoping within two weeks he should get. Yeah. You know, he should be healthy. If not, you know, I got Najee Harris and uh, Pacheco coming off the bench. That can Pacheco be looking in. good. He does. He looks. He's got some favorable matchups too. Yeah. So I mean, it looks good. I should be able to fill that spot there, and that's the main goal with you know when I run my team and stuff is making sure that the running back room I have options there. Ooh, um, a couple nice matchups for Najee coming yeah. up too. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Like I said, we'll see. Once playoffs come, you know, it's a crapshoot. And anything can happen. Yeah. It's a anything can happen because at the end of the day, if you have people that you know, like the Eagles, you know, there's a good chance just because they're going to the playoffs that Jalen Hurts all of a sudden isn't playing because they're trying to save him for you know. Yeah. So you, I could easily be hit. I mean, playoffs is a wild card. How about uh, how about your boy Noah Brown? Four catches, eighty five yards. Is, that, is his dra- is his uh, is his trade stock going up? You better tell ask the listeners <laughs> because what I gotta say is I've been preaching to people Noah Brown is the is a meal ticket. You want it? He's got it for you. Then why get rid of him? Because I'm looking for something different, Pat. I make little I make little moves, man. This is chestnut checkers, right? You know what? I really appreciate the mindset. We'll get into this a little yeah, bit Yeah, exactly. But, so, uh, yeah, sorry. Bad year good. for Nate, good year for you. No, you're, yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, it was good. But, again, when the whole thing started, I thought Nate had a real good chance because I had to put in uh, Zay Jones and DJ Shark. I was excited about Zay Jones. He always puts up numbers for me, and we can go Zay out that Zay Jones way. has been big. Yeah, Zay Jones is good, and DJ Shark, I'm telling you, you boys are sleeping. You're sleeping on it. Chestnut checkers. I'm telling you. Here we go. We'll move to the next one. So, actually, one other thing I want to talk to you about. So, before I traded for Njoku, I was on the waiver wire looking for one guy. Chig Yeah, That's a deep find. When I saw that in the notes, yes. I was like, damn, Kyle dug He's a tight end. Oh, yeah, he dug yeah. at the bottom of my roster to find that because <laughs> he's the it. last person on my thing. Yes, <laughs> I picked him and Noah Gray. So, similar Kyle's looking for a tight end, right? And I was going to Brennan. I went to... Um, 
Paul, a lot of people, hey, what do you want for tight end? Yeah, yeah. And I talked to my consultant, who's my brother. I said, dude, what should I be doing about a tight end position, right? Yeah, yeah. John, John Ramirez's first intern, yeah. Stephen Ward. Yeah, Stephen Ward's my sounding board. Any <laughs> trade that I make, any decision that I make, I say, what do you think, right? To, to get a second opinion, mm-hmm. right? So I always go to him, and, and he said, dude, you don't need to go get a tight end, right? He said, where you're at, who you have, you can go look for someone on the waivers. And lucky enough, I looked at Noah Gray, who, quote unquote, well, we don't know what he's going to do, but Noah Gray is sitting behind Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey's 35 years old if i recall correctly noah gray has been on three or four of our teams that he's been picked up dropped picked up is he a stock like everybody's hoping for that day people are hoping that they're going to cash in i mean travis kelsey's been pretty consistent well exactly the chance of noah gray maybe right it's not gonna be but the 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 tight end exactly same thing i was reading going on you have consumer (laughs) reports looking all over the place right reading grab the tabloids in the 7-eleven like this reading the farmer's almanac anything i could (laughs) to just get a get a plug on who's gonna be the next tight end and with austin hooper contract (laughs) ending right right, 28 years old starting to fade out of the league this guy looks like Tom. so and maryland university shout out yep young i think he's 23 he's actually he's a he's an elderly rookie yep so we'll see. Again, he could get hurt and the whole thing's a bust. So, um, Donnie versus the Dennis's. Oh. This really was this was the matchup. This of was the a stressful ass Sunday for me. I'm this not gonna was, lie. This is the most intense matchup where somebody won with under hundred points. And because it had playoff implications. Yeah, like I was crazy. I had to watch that stinker from start to finish just to watch DeAndre Hopkins get me over the like thank I God the, for I him. watched the first quarter. Tyler, did you watch any of that game? I watched the entire game because I was just glued to the chat of Pat and <laughs> of, of Pat going, I'm gonna lose this game. It was like it was once Colt McCoy came in, it turned into a total like, oh shit, what's gonna well, happen? Well so like I, actually he's done well with Colt McCoy because like yeah. usually when a backup goes in, they usually go either or like a rookie, they go to the best asset Safety and the tight blanket. end. Yep. Safety blank. So Thank you, DeAndre Hopkins, but nothing will make me sweat more than him catching a ball to get me the win and then fumbles it and loses the fumble. That was a three-point swing right yeah, there. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is actually happening to me. And, oh, that was terrible. My team is just – I've never been so concerned over – like I don't mean to like toot my own horn or anything. My team has got extreme depth. Yep. I have great talent, and they've just been – I was on a five-game losing streak. I was 6-2. and two. Crazy. Went to six and seven, and I barely just beat a, a, a tanking Joe Dennis. And we rode it with you the whole way. We it felt wild. it. I and, loved it. And I know Sean wanted me to lose so he get that because he has he holds my first round pick. But. Oh, dude! Imagine if I, I so like you and Paul. He has both of your first round picks. He has oh, cool, no, no twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. So walk us through the lineup. What are yeah. your thoughts on this week? So, I mean, Lamar's probably not going to play. No, no, they're so, saving him. I mean, Nick Chubb's got to play the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, Damian, Damian Pierce. Game. Damian Pierce is hurt. He's I don't out. think he's going to play. He's a high ankle sprain. I'm too, I'm leaning on uh, Chris Olave at home to the Falcons and Michael yes. Pittman against a sorry ass Vikings secondary. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I I like my team. I but the one one thing that's going to concern me though is. I have Jared Goff, who's been playing great these last mm-hmm. couple of games, but he's been at home. At home. Yes. At home only. And now he has to go on the road to the New York Jets defense, which is great. Yeah, oh. the, yeah the Jets defense is good. I'll, if, I had a, if I could backtrack for a second, and we're talking about Nick Chubb, and a great running back, right? Obviously. He's on two back-to-back in fantasy points, what, eight-point games he's had, you know, yeah. 17 40 carries for 80, 34 yards. I'm telling you, in my opinion, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
people like this don't throw up a goose egg again. This guy, I think, is going to blow up. And the reason I hope I he doesn't it, do it against Ravens. I, but I, I, I would lose his game so that he doesn't blow up. I against. think he will blow up. And the only reason why I say this, think about all the years in the past when A.J. Green would play the fucking Ravens and he'd go the fuck off. It's like, oh, the Bengals suck and who would blow up? A.J. Green yeah, beat the Ravens. He was, like a, like he was a Raven. And Ch- Chubbs had some great games against the Ravens. A.J. Green would kill the Ravens every year. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually, like, this sounds bad yeah. and I, I don't think I'm going to go this route just because, but... I think I'm going to start him regardless, and I don't know who my second running back is going to be this week. Um, but Leonard Fournette, I mean, I was he, a little worried he about. He looked good in that game. He just he's a PPR guy now. He yeah. gets because like the Tom Brady right now is just a dink and dunk guy. The team sucks ass. Oh, they're bad. Yeah. They got I mean, run like, out of the gym when, by the 49ers. When Lombardi Lenny gets the ball, he takes off. No, yeah. I think him and Rashad White have like they're both startable. It's true. And uh, but in other news, Joe Dennis, uh, he as bad of a team as he has because he's, like, traded away his assets. With Trevor Lawrence at the helm, if he has games like that from, like, 22-point floors. you got to love it. No, I, I think that Sean's going to love that. Um, he's got a bright future. I think the trades he's making are running back. I mean, you got to think. He's got uh, the Seattle Seahawks running back. Kenneth Walker's good. Currently out. He just picked yeah. up Javante Williams, who we can go into at another time. But, again, good running back. Like, and he's got DK Metcalf, T. Higgins. These T. are like good young assets. Young. That's the key, young. right? They're about to enter that 25. How much do you range. care about being young? <laughs> it's all I care about. <laughs> youth, no, is, youth is king. But seriously, uh, I'm so – it's bullshit what the, the – Bengals did with T. Higgins actually Total step, which me. saved, it but it was good for me. Yeah, but um, so we're not going to go on that. But this is an interesting point that you were talking about before the show. But uh, Brock Purdy. So so he yeah. Sean is the Trey Lance owner, and I'm sure he was thinking, all right, I'm tanking this year. Lance is out, but next year he's going to whatever. He's going to light it up. Brock Purdy has now had two incredible starts yeah. for someone with his because he fits well in that yeah. Niners offense and I mean look this guy is I mean he's he's throwing pretty good passes but this is not Pat, the second comings of Pat Mahomes no. more, more than likely but what do you what do you guys think about that go ahead you go, you go Pat so I think Brock Purdy is exactly why the Niners drafted him was because they have a great roster they just need somebody to make easy throws accurate throws they have the weapons to get yards after the catch I mean this is they drafted him before they had McCaffrey but like you know Elijah Mitchell Jeff Wilson at the time they're good assets, and um, I don't think he's going to – I think the Niners have so much draft capital on Trey Lance, and they've done everything to give him a shot, you know, with the way they've handled the Jimmy G situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think his fantasy value is impacted yet or just his long-term value. I mean, he's going to be the starter next year, and there's no doubt about it, but the Niners have to feel good that they have a cheaper asset behind him if things aren't going well. But I don't know if the talent of the 49ers masks – Trey Lance, or like, because he, him and Brock Purdy, I guarantee, are different types of players. 100%. But Brock Purdy and, and Jimmy G, kind of similar players. Very similar, because they know, don't they don't turn the ball over. They yeah. make easy throws. They let the talent do the job. You know who Game I would manage? You know who I would say Brock Purdy reminds me of? Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Very is a similar. Bona fide Very winner. similar. Bona fide winners got some feet. He could scramble. He get out of pocket. He get the yards he needed to. Um, and he can throw the damn football. Like even even uh, Alex Smith is. If you look at his overall win loss record, the guy's just a winner, right? He's not a guy that's going to electrify you like a Trey Lance who might be you know get some more highlights. But you talk about winning ball games, putting points on the board. I think that's where Brock Purdy falls in. And Alex Smith, I love Alex. So Smith. his talent isn't obviously. I think the, the ceiling with Trey Lance is obviously higher than Brock Purdy. But in Kyle Shanahan's offense, if you can tell from you know having Alex Smith there to having. 
um, Jimmy Garoppolo to having Brock Purdy because I'm not going to critique on Trey Lance. We've had a small sample size, but they don't make big. They just don't turn the ball over. They have great running games. Like it's like the Ravens' offense, but on steroids with better play calling and better weapons. Oh, let's also get real. The weapons are nuts. Oh yeah, like, this right. is like the most Samuel, IU, Kittle, McCaffrey. The team's nasty. Yeah, they have like, a great offensive line. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I mean, they're the ones that's going to come to playoffs and you know beat some people up. And so because I think people are sleeping on them. Like, it's like oh, it's the 49ers, right? It's like no, uh, the, they made. They only have four what, losses. And what they do last year? Didn't they make it to the game right before the playoffs and they lost to the Bengals on some like crazy stuff? It's like, well, yeah, and the Niner, Niners. Niners went to an, an NFC championship. They beat the Packers in Green Bay last year with like yeah. throwing the ball five times. Yeah, and they're I mean, the real deal. Yeah. So I think they're a great team, um, you know. But it's interesting what uh, I'm sure Trey Lance will get a nice little grace period, especially coming off an injury. Right. Like he's, he's technically played one and a half games so far. But and, you know, and you know the best part is because a lot of times you know, and we can move on because I know we've just, uh, been on this for a while. But you have like Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. As we all know, a lot of those decisions, who's going to play, comes down to the financials, right? Who's sure. getting paid more, right? Who sells tickets, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know who the GM is? John, John Motherfucking Lynch, baby. Yeah, he's hard hitting safety, hit hard hitting safety. So I love that he doesn't care. He just wants W's. Yeah, fair. Fair. I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, certainly a team to watch down the stretch and in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm. I'm already saying it right now. In December of 2022, Sean Ramirez, Joe Dennis, team to watch in 2023. Yes. Mm. He's got a couple drafts. He's got a nail. Yep. Anyway, let's move on. McCrackens versus the Heflins. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I, I thought this game was gonna big be, toilet bowl game. This was. <laughs> this is a total toilet bowl. I uh, I was expecting. Fireworks. I mm. thought Brendan was going to – I was just kind of imagining this yeah. week. I was thinking, what if Brendan really shows up and plays a spoiler Heflin here? Syndicate definitely hit a wall. Yeah. Yeah. They were two brothers hanging out licking footballs. Well, that just shows you what happens when Jonathan Taylor fields are not lined up. It shows you what happens when uh, Lowell Heflin is your uh, head of personnel. Yeah. Yeah, just letting scumbags in the back door That's right. left and right. Yep, smoking cigs. Yeah, Camel crushes, to be exact. <laughs> Derek Carr sucks at football. James Cook, not ready yet. <laughs> Kenny Gainwell, RB3. Yeah. Who's Kenny Gainwell? No, I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. CD, CD Lamb. Lamb. You're bad, an idiot. Bad week, and I don't Mark like Andrews, him. stinker. Mark Andrews, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Justin Jefferson. You can tell the Bombay's starting to spin <laughs> in our bloodstream a little yeah. bit. I'm Mark Andrews you. sucks. It's like gasoline, fellas. <laughs> the drink of 2024. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, even, even McCracken's, though, like, they got by, but, like, you know, Tua, these last couple of weeks, has hit a wall. And uh, what's your guys' take as playoff teams uh, for the McCrackens going in without Tua? I mean, he's got to be praising Allah yep. that Debo Samuel got 13 points before he went out because yep. he would have lost this game if he had gone T. Higgins mode. Yeah, I mean, he was already in playoffs, so it's like this wasn't like the panic button. But, like, he left a shitload of points on his bench, but with nobody that we would have ever seen coming. Well, that's well both teams did, actually. Yeah, and you can't blame him for that. I mean, no. He, at Deonta Foreman, it's like the whole situation in Carolina. They're going to run the ball, but like, is it going to be Deonta or is it going to be Chuba Hubbard this week? Or is it Blackshear? Blackshear going to get two touchdowns for some reason? It's like, it's an unpredictable. And Diggs game. was playing in shit weather, so it's like, yeah. I mean, Josh has got a good team, but he's starting to get a little thin at running back. Um, yeah. But I mean, the, go ahead, Tom. No, I mean, the thing I love about Josh when it comes to like anytime I'm in a fantasy for anything with him, 
He's the guy. The thing I love so much when you look at his team, he drafts. He's the guy. Like if you're looking at the NBA, and say like you get the first round pick, who's he get? He gets Tim Duncan, right? He gets, <laughs> the big fundamental. Yeah, exactly. He did, Josh always gets like the best players, but like the most obscure players that no one's thinking about. Yeah, right. Like, like the Tony like, Parkers. Yeah, and they, exactly. Like they put up points. They're great players, but that's not the top of their mind. And like how he goes about like, like Tua and Geno Smith have like the most underrated quarterback tandem in our league. By and he's far. just hunting them down, right? It, and he's always been good at that. So the thing about Geno Smith, I do want to talk about though was i think he had a, a decent game all things considered yeah like 22 but, points. oh so that even better Pretty good but yeah. as a quarterback himself like it was he, a mess dude he threw two and two well yeah in the but first quarter. that just shows you how much he needs a running game like they had like two i mean walker being out of course but like dj dallas and the rest of the running back group was out so well, i will say though this was the performance that he needed to see from zonovan knight so like <laughs> oh this is a, like dude yeah this was a brilliant waiver wire. Picture. These are like it when you hear the name Zonovan Knight, you never play Madden and you have to draft these like these made up players. These are the names you would come. Across. Remember last year, this time of the season, I picked up uh, fucking Rashad Penny. He took me to the championship. Yep. Like Zonovan Knight, this random ass dude who's like the third stringer for the Jets, who has That's a now ball been out. on three. You just gotta catch that coattail. Yeah, they he's on freaking NBA Jam. Like he's yeah. on fire. Yeah. So like at this point, he knows. That guy's probably locked into the lineup over somebody like uh, Travis Homer. That's a total shit show situation in Seattle. I mean, it's 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 bum luck what happened with Waddle and Diggs. Yeah, it's not going to be every yeah. week. Yeah. I mean, what do we got to say about the Heflins? Uh, the fact that uh, Evan Ingram had a thirty-nine point game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what do you have? Like single-digit performances all year, and then all of a sudden thirty-nine points. Like, I mean. Crazy, but that's all I want to say about the Heflins. Yeah, the and that's all I, I have to say about the war in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I say about the Heflins, he's got three empty spots on his bench. I don't know if he's just waiting to fill them or what he's doing with those. That's the only thing I. Oh, say. Brendan, by the way, has all of his free agent bucks. By the way, free agent bucks. Oh, he doesn't spend a single dollar. So this is something Pat was talking about early in the season. Is it's like, just fill your bench. Yeah, just take a shot. I. This sounds shitty, and you guys are gonna laugh at me, and even Sean Ramirez probably. There is this guy that's playing for the Seahawks this week named Toby Jones, I think. I saw him as the top waiver pickup, and I know Sean was going to need a running back. I picked him up so that Sean couldn't pick yeah. him. And I'm like, this motherfucker is not going to beat me with this dumb f- – and he didn't do anything. But, it, but like, this is what I'm talking about. Mid- like using season Brendan is playing checkers, not chess. Yes. Right, yes. Exactly. But, like, my point well is, is, like, you should be utilizing all your bench spots to the max. Like – who cares if this guy's never going to play for you? Like, I had fucking Deshaun Jackson just sit there. Like, who the fuck cares? If we catch lightning in the bottle, who cares? If not, get rid of him. But, like, keep your bench. Like, like real NFL teams don't go in with, like, we're just going to go in with 45 guys this week and not 50. Like, they, they elevate guys in the practice squad all the fucking time. Then they cut him in next week. Like, yeah. it happens all the time. He could use help on his bench. I'd say you definitely, I mean, I would say overall the waiver wire sometimes can be utilized and underrated. I think there's a lot of people that are hanging in there that are about to get their shot that are young that aren't popping up on the initial thread. Wait, yeah. And wait, a, people who are young? Yeah. That's who we should be looking at? Yeah. Oh. Got it. Well, do you have, like, a plug for, like, being young around here? Like, you know our whole league's 30 and over, right? <laughs> That's, I think, exactly it. I'm oh, sorry, continue. No, you're good. No, that's all I would say is, like, there, there's some people out there on rosters. Like, if you go deep dive and, again, depending on what time you have, if you look at individual <laughs> depth charts yeah. and you see that, you'll see people like, okay, who's – I've never heard of this person's name before. They're number two on, let's say, the tight end or their number second wide receiver. You look at the contracts and say, okay, this wide receiver room is about to turn over and these dudes about to step in. Yep. Let's give Pat Coaching a little changes, shout yep. Let's give Pat a little shout-out for that Mon St. Brown thing. Not a lot of people knew this. When Pat drafted them, 
the entire wide receiver team, the whole wide receiver um, room got turned over. They yeah. let go of everybody. I think so Pax guy came in as pretty much a number two wide receiver. Besides, on a pass heavy offense is going to be playing from behind that, a lot that of the was, time. He was about to become a number one off the rip. And that's due to the fact they got rid of everyone that was on their team and got a whole new wide receiver. Yep. So that's why you should look at the way I, And that's funny that. you mentioned that. And I, we talked about this on one of the episodes. Was basically the only reason I had Samaj AP Ryan was like if Mixon gets hurt, like he steps in and becomes a guy. And look what he did. And like I think a lot of – this is my philosophy. Like my whole team is like they're, they're either there for a backup. Like once somebody gets hurt, they're plugging in and being the guy. You're preaching to the choir. Yep. We're all playing this game. Yeah. Last thing I want to talk about with the Heflons, though, we got to talk about the Baker Mayfield game. Oh, for fuck's sake. That was awesome. <laughs> I had money on that. <laughs> Fuck the Raiders for letting that happen. That was so Im- – that's such a Raiders thing, but not going to harp on that too much because – but what do you think about Baker's, like, future with the Rams or in the NFL? I mean, that was an awesome game. Baker sucks at football. We have to not forget that. Like, I, I was stoked at the beginning of the season about DJ Moore's prospects with Baker Mayfield coming in. And, like, I got – I've been screwed all season. It's like – Baker stinks. They've had three quarterbacks. Yeah. Ba- Baker definitely is, is stinks at football. However, he he came out and he had an awesome game. I you love to see it. I I as soon as he came in, I was like, okay, countdown to when they say he was the number one overall pick for a reason. And it took like five seconds. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what they should have been saying is that he's got the body of a Dutch woman and he looks like a boner. <laughs> I love. I, I actually. This is what we're going to do next year. Like, the things they were saying about Baker Mayfield were so stereotypical and so, like, I guess regimented. Like, the, the one thing that I always joke about is, like, you could literally talk about a football game without even watching it. Just look at the stat line. Like, oh, Baker Mayfield, 22 or 35. Didn't do much, but, you know, drew them to victory and hadn't been there for 48 hours. Like, all, like every fucking yeah. network talks about the same shit. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to watch the game and you knew what happened. I saw the funniest thing on Baker Mayfield a while back when he was with the Browns. And it's, it was like a little clip on Instagram that was like, this is literally what it looked like when you were playing recess football. Baker Mayfield literally gets the, gets the hike. He runs out to the right. He does a little a juke, a high step, a spin move, and he dives, and it's a three-yard run. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's Mon- like he did everything. He it's like Mundus in the, that was like Mundus in the gym pump, Mundus in the gym pump faking with nobody on him. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you're putting, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, it's three yards. Yeah, <laughs> a very mean. curious situation. I mean, with Matt Stafford getting up there, I, I mean... He might be cheap, but he's looking. They might be auditioning him for other teams. But I mean, the, the Rams don't get any capital on that. I mean, I think he's got a future in the NFL as a backup. Like he's a serviceable backup, yeah. but I mean, he needs to have a great offensive line and weapons. And I don't know how he did that, but I mean, that just shows you how sorry the Raiders. The are. Raiders yeah. suck worse than Baker. That yeah. was embarrassing. And I mean, let's and it's hurt. And I'm getting PTSD it's, thinking. It's not. Imp- it's not impossible to imagine a world where Stafford retires this offseason. No. How many years does he have? I think he's got like what three years, like two more years, three years with the Lions. Yeah, I mean he's got there for a while. I mean, I think he signed a fat contract with the Lions. The the Rams, they've been critiqued. I mean, the Rams don't have some, you know, and they actually talked about this with Baker. The only reason they signed him was so they get a compensatory pick. Yeah, because they need they they don't have any draft picks. They trade them all for like uh, the Von Millers, uh, the Jalen Ramseys, like they did. Matt Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford needs fucking Tommy John surgery. The man's had. 250 real quick he's john elway mode philosophy would you like everybody's talking about well the lions look like they were knew what they were doing do you think the rams did it right to to win like would you go all in for one super bowl and then have to rebuild Hmm. my answer while constant would be no right i think trying to hover again it's it's not a perfect world if i'm if i'm a an owner i'm looking at it i'm trying to hover around you know 
three or four games over 500 on my back. But they won years. a championship, though. I get that, but I'm trying to hover three or four, three or what was it, three to four years over 500, like three or three to four minutes. Bombay's hit me three to five <laughs> games over 500, <laughs> and then like hover around that so you know you're kind of in the hunt. I don't really. But that's what the Ravens are doing. Draft pick, but guess what? They fucking win all the time. I'm going. I'm with going to the playoffs every year. That's job security. You go to playoffs yeah. every so year. So with the, win a Super but Bowl, like look at the different team. sport. But like look at the Lakers. They went all in on Anthony Davis, won a championship. Now they're franchise. Like they're. I don't know how they're getting out of this hole. It's like, is that championship worth no. it? No, hell no. Probably not. I don't. There, think are, so. there, there are other ways to do it. But the Rams have. You, Rams won is. I mean, it's that, it's there's it's no right or wrong answer. I mean, I like to say like the Ravens. If they went out and got a Super Bowl this year, like they went all in, got like a fucking huge ass wide receiver. Like if they got a Stephon Diggs, went to Super Bowl and won. You, we black the fuck out. Yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. They would not sell out their future for Stephon Exactly. Games. And pause. Let well, me put it this way. It's a hypothetical. Uh, yeah, Just knowing yeah, the Ravens that philosophy. Would, that would be awesome. It would. And that would not involve giving up every future draft. Yes, game. and here's another thing. You look at an organization like the Rams and Lakers. Look at their fan base. No one, Who gives a fuck about the Rams fans? No they way. can't even get people to fill the stadium. They got two same, teams in that city. Yeah, exactly. And usually when a away team comes in, that's the team that they're rooting for. And same thing with the Lakers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's a it's the, fam, the, the, or the whole fan base, the aura around, they don't give a shit. They win a Super Bowl. They're the ultimate, fa- uh, what's it called, fair weather fans in those cities. Yeah. Like, they don't have true fans. When they're watching, yeah. I mean, we spend a lot of time on that, but it's just an interesting point. Yeah, it is. Well, last matchup to break down, and then... I need a little more Bombay. Dude, this shit. I, love I think it. I think I think Tyler needs a water over there. Nah, yeah, we could mix in one. Anyway, probably not. Prudence versus Bokeland. Prudence caught a lucky break here, winning without Huntley. I mean, he's got. He must have been sweating. Wish that happened to me with Lamar, but I digress. He must have been sweating. Um, I mean, a couple of questionable marks on Prudence's team. McCaffrey, Jacobs. I mean, it's bad vibes. Luckily, he's got a bye week to get over it. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was about to say. Um, I mean, on the other side of the field, Bokeland had the playoffs clinched, so this didn't matter too much. I mean, Prudence him. did too, but it was just all about seeding and just right. get like trying to look at some optimism in your team. Yeah, I mean, for Brennan, it's like Keenan and Mike Williams, they're both playing. They're both getting a lot, putting a lot of points on the board. He's got to feel good about that. Um, I mean, he's, he's weak at running back, mm-hmm. but other than that, he's got a great team. Yeah, yeah. I think Brennan uh, with Patrick Mahomes also, you know, Playing an MVP level, he's going to be good. Mike Williams looked great. Keenan Allen looks great. Playing both, Herbert's going to be slinging the ball now. Yeah. I mean, um, he's got a good team. Like, I mean, everybody that's in the playoffs should be there for a reason. I mean, some more than others. Some have like more consistent weeks, but I mean, he just got to set the right lineup. It's not like he has a lot of depth, so he has to play those guys. The running back might hurt him a little bit, but Prudence. He's got to just keep riding the Eagles <laughs> as far as he's concerned. Yeah, he's got a hot team. I mean, if we start with Brennan, agreed with you said with Brennan. I think the one person I talked to Brennan, I think three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I love Donovan Peoples Jones. So, Brennan, everybody does. This, Everybody's got at your boy. I've been yeah. trying to trade for him. Kyle's he, been interested. Three of he's the future, baby. <laughs> Donovan Peoples Jones is nice with it. I'm a big fan of Donovan Peoples Jones. And when it comes to Prudence, I mean, yeah, he's got a solid team. I mean, the Eagles, their offense is so explosive. I mean, shit, you could start the water boy and you'd probably fucking score 20 points. I mean, it's just ridiculous what they're putting out there. It's so it's true. a good squad to ride with. And yeah, I think, um, and for Prudence, I think, um, I was looking at the lineups before I came here. Uh, I think they might be getting Goddard back, which he def- desperately needs a tight end. Yeah. And that'd be a solid team. But um, I mean, both of these teams... They need the ball to bounce their way on injuries. They yeah. both are intensely injured teams. 
not super thick at every position. But I mean, they have stars, so yeah. it's like which they're in the play, they're in the playoffs for a reason, and exactly. they just gotta hope that they catch those uh, those games where they can keep it going. Yep, and I think for the last thing on my point that I have, I think for Prudence, who I really love, I was talking to him about, uh, about Prudence himself or Hunter. Sorry, Hunter. Well, both. I was getting two C a couple weeks ago from Prudence, and I was getting <laughs> oh, I was in, my, in Miami. Is he down? Yeah, there? he is. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's selling crank to the kids. Uh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, Des, uh, Desmond Ritter, oh. love him. Again, I'm using this platform just to plug what I want. Hunter, holler at your boy. Yeah, give give me some love, free agent bucks. Love Desmond Ritter. No, I think uh, I think the Falcons are making the right move there too. They need to see what they have with him. They They're, have to. I love. Yeah, him. I mean they. I mean, who Mobile knows? Quarterback that can throw the ball. I'm telling you, this guy's gonna. I, I have a feeling. I think he's gonna put up some serious points. D Ritter is the real deal. You guys want to take a quick break for a refill? I need another drink. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you.